Volatility in the market is a fact. What isn't so clear is what the ups and downs of the market can do to your retirement portfolio. For answers, call Kevin Brooker at 800-975-6717. Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial, and he's been helping people cut through the noise to create a retirement and income plan that can take you all the way through retirement. Call now for your free financial consultation, 800-975-6717. Today's market volatility can really take a toll on your portfolio. But what if you could lock in your gains and still be in a position to participate in the gains without suffering losses if the market plunges again? That's what Kevin Brooker at Silverleaf Financial can help you achieve. Your no-cost analysis includes a portfolio x-ray showing any hidden fees in your current plan. He'll show you how by claiming Social Security at the right time can make a huge difference in your retirement income. Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717. Do it today. This is Kevin Brooker. Welcome to Cruising Through Retirement. You know, there are many reasons why people forego working with a financial professional. Today, we're going to break down some of the most common reasons that investors resist professional help while they're building their financial plans. And we're going to explain exactly how a financial advisor would be able to help. Cruising Through Retirement with Kevin Brooker. Kevin is an investment advisor representative with more than 30 years experience. He's helped thousands of people cruise through retirement, and he'd be happy to help you too. Stick around for today's adventure on Cruising Through Retirement. Welcome in, everybody. This is Cruising Through Retirement with Kevin Brooker. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sadal. Kevin uh, is a fiduciary, an investment advisor representative. 30 years he's been helping folks, over 30 years. Silverleaf Financial is where you'll find him. And the website to check out is silverleaffinancial.com. And I'm going to mention the book as well. The book is called The Millionaire's Guide to Tax-Free Money for Long-Term Care. Certainly pertinent today. And uh, go to the website. Kevin will give you the book for free. Hey, Kevin, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm, uh, every, there's all sorts of things going on here. It's finally getting, you know, comfortable weather back in Arizona again, yeah. where, you, where you can go outside with, you know, without having, having to spray yourself down with a hose. So, you, you know what? Th things are going well, and I'm glad you mentioned that book, Steve. Uh, if anybody's interested, please, I hope you would be interested because I can show you how to use tax-free money if you want to put money away for long-term care. And the nice thing is if you don't need it, it's still yours. You don't give it up. You don't lose control of it. It's your money. We're just going to set it up in a way that if you need it or your spouse needs it, you can do it on a tax-free basis, which would save you anywhere from 20 to 40% right off the top. So it's an easy read, about 100 pages. There's a lot of good ideas in there. Of course, I'm a little bit biased, but judge for yourself. It's totally free. There's no commitment. So just reach out and I'm happy to send it to you. Sounds great, folks. Uh, again, silverleaffinancial.com. Well, I, you know, it's interesting that you talked about some ways that and reasons why people don't want to work with a, a professional advisor. And I'm going to say why they don't want to work with an independent fiduciary advisor with a lot of experience. And that, to me, that's a no-brainer. But people have other ideas. And uh, one of the yes. first ones on the list has got to be, well, I'm doing it myself and and darn it, I'm good at it. Yeah. And, to and, a and point. <laughs> To, to, to a point, right? And, and there's, yeah, and there's certainly no, there, there's a lot of people that do it yourself and, and there's a lot of tools out there, let's face it, on the internet and a lot of things, uh, ways that a person could do it yourself if that's how you're so inclined. 
you know, maybe, and a lot of times somebody, they may have had a negative experience with an advisor in the past. And so they, so they kind of write them off or, or they, they've been doing it yourself. They don't think they need any extra help, but let me ask you something, guys. Why don't you ask yourself what could go wrong? What's the harm? What would be the harm is what I like to say. What would you lose by sitting down with an advisor? Just to ask a few questions, see what they're about. Maybe they'll share some, some other ideas. Cause a lot of times financial planning, you know, can, uh, there's a lot of details involved and it can get complicated. It can get complex. And perhaps there are some strategies that you're just not aware of that maybe would benefit you. And so I would take it from the other side, rather than just saying, well, what am I going to get out of it? You know what, what I, I would say, the, take the other side. What's it, what harm is it going to do? How it can't, it can't hurt you to just sit down, have a comp, you know, sit down with somebody for 45 minutes or an hour, talk about your situation, see what they have to say. If you don't like them, all you do is leave. All right. No harm, no foul. Just leave. But it doesn't mean that all advisors are cut from the same cloth. And, right. and I think that's, you know, and I think that's very important to recognize. Right. And it's just like, you know, what I used to tell people back in the day, Steve, is that, you know what? I'll, I'll bet you drank coffee one morning and it was too doggone hot and you burnt your mouth. Right. Of course. Did, did you swear it off? Did you nope. never touch? Did you never touch coffee again? Nope. I waited until <laughs> that cup cooled down and drank it. There you go. There you go. You know, so, so we just adapt, you know, if it doesn't work out exactly how you wanted to the first time, it doesn't mean you give up on it. You just try it a different way. Maybe try somebody else, try a different approach. My suggestion is that if you've been successful as a do it yourself guy, that's fantastic. Or, or woman, that's fantastic. If you sit down with me and we talk and we look at the portfolio, I'm going to tell you, you know what, you're doing great. I don't think there's anything I can add to it. And it won't, it won't cost you anything other than a little bit of your time. On the other hand, Many times I sit down, probably at least 80% of the time when we sit down, I can see something that can be improved. Maybe I can reduce your expenses. Maybe we can cut down on the amount of risk that you're taking. So you don't have to take as much risk as you get closer to retirement. And so there's a lot of things that a good advisor can help you with. It's just up to you to take the time, to schedule the time, to sit down and have that conversation. Right. I love what you said. What look at the look at the portfolio that you've put together and what could go wrong. I mean, you do that with your own portfolios now that you put together. I mean, that's what you do. It's it yeah, <laughs> as a matter of fact it is. It's what I do every day. Yeah. It it's, you know, every day for 33 years now. Um and coming up on 34 in a few months. Oh wow. And uh, so yeah, we it's I've been doing it a long time and the thing is, you know, a lot of times um emotions take over with investments. A lot of times people make decisions based on what their neighbor did or their brother or their father, or their sister, or their cousin, a guy, a person that they work with and, and, and they, they take action in that regard and that might work out, but you know what? Chances are that they're in a different situation or they have different risk tolerance. Maybe, maybe they're in a different financial situation or different timelines, different horizons. Maybe they have different desires for their money. So there's a lot of differences from one investor to another. And the fact is in, in most friendships, those conversations usually don't go to that depth that you would go to with an advisor, right? It might be, it might be something like, Oh, Hey, I bought these shares of super micro last, you know, three months ago and I've already made 50% of my money. All right. That doesn't mean it's a good investment for everybody. All right. It might be, but, but it takes a lot more to know what is the right investment. What's the best portfolio mix for somebody. And that's why we have to get to get to know each other as individuals. So we can figure out what are your objectives and what's the best investment for you based on you and your family's situation and what you're hoping to accomplish. And, and it, and it really is just a situation that uh, I really think everybody could benefit from. And, and I would like it if you would take, take it as you have nothing to lose. So come in, 
we can have a brief 10 or 15 minute phone conversation to see if you want to sit down. And then we set up a meeting. We sit down for 45 minutes or an hour and we talk. But guys, there's no obligation. I'm, I am not a high pressure person. And if you sit down with anybody, by the way, that is high pressure, I would just tell you to stand up and walk out. Because if they're doing the right, if they're doing it right, they don't need to be high pressure. Right, absolutely. And and the other thing is too, can what can be improved? And that to me, even if you've done it yourself and, and it's you, you think you've done a pretty good job, you've got to be open enough to, to share it with someone like you. And, and you could say, well, this looks good, but if we did this, this could happen. Yes, that's exactly right. And you, and you know what? Like one of them comes, one, a client comes to mind. This this is about twenty years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, a client comes to mind that he uh, he was retired from Caterpillar, and he retired from Caterpillar with almost eight hundred thousand dollars in his retirement account. And he went to one of the big name brokerage firms that at that time was called AG Edwards, and okay. they are no longer they were bought or acquired by somebody. Um, and but it was a big name, it was a name he was familiar with, and so that made him comfortable with it. And, and he went forward with them and the broker completely, okay, excuse my language, but he screwed him. All right. He took his 800 grand and he bought him a half a dozen or seven different mutual funds that were all buying large company growth stocks. And now the way that he screwed the client is first of all, back at that point in time, which we still do actually in mutual funds, you have class A shares, class B, class C, you have no load shares and so on. And with class A shares, you start off with a higher commission up front. They call it a sales charge or a sales load, which is you know in the four to five percent range. If it's usually less than hundred grand, it's usually four to five percent. But at a hundred thousand, you get a discount on that fee. And then at usually at two fifty, you get another discount. And then a half a million, you get yet a further discount. And it doesn't have to be the same mutual fund. It just has to be the same fund family. So if we're talking about a now, now of course this is a loaded fund family, not not a no load fund family. All right. But if the broker had put his client with one fund family, different funds, so he's diversified in, but in one fund family, he would have saved thousands of dollars in fees and commissions. All right. So that was the way he screwed him the first time. The way he did him, got him the second time, he put them all in the same area of the market that then going back to what I said, this was 20 years ago. This was in the end of the nineties when this guy did that to the client. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we saw a brief run up where markets were still, you know, we had the internet mania back in 99 and early 2000. And then it came crashing down. Of course. And so that he lost almost half of his portfolio in that crash because everything was in Cisco and Microsoft and Qualcomm and Intel and all the darlings of the Amazon darlings of the nineties. All right. But what, you know, a lot of people look at now, Steve, is that they look at these stocks now, like look at Microsoft and they say, oh my God, Microsoft's performing so well. It's like, you know, do you know if you bought Microsoft at, at near the top of the market in 2000, do you know how long it took you to get back to break even? 14 years. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say 10. <laughs> yeah. If that was a little bit longer than the lost decade. It's, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what so many people forget about. So that's, that's what I'm going back to, you know, going back to the do-it-yourselfer is, to be, is because sometimes emotions come in and somebody says, why do I want to buy a sector that's out of fiber? I want to, I want to buy what's working. I want to buy tech. I want to buy more tech and everybody wants to buy tech. And it's because that's what gets all the, that's what gets all the, you know, all the airtime usually are technology companies. And yes, I love tech too. All right. But it shouldn't be more than, in my opinion, maybe 30% of your portfolio. Um, and, and the rest should be diversified. And a lot of times investors make those mistakes. I think a good advisor can help point out ways you can make improvements, you know, that could save you money. And, and if you don't like this person, you're not under any obligation to go forward with them. 
And even if you do, if you start with somebody, there's there's no there's no contract that says you have to stick around for 10 years. You know, I take a lot of pride in the fact that majority of my clients have been with me 15, 20 years and, and a lot of them more than 20 years. And, and I take a lot of pride in that because that tells me they're happy with how things are going and, and, and they're not switching. But if you're not happy with your advisor, you can leave whenever you want. So if you're not happy with your advisor, give me a call. I'll walk you through it. You don't ever even have to talk to them again. If you don't like them, we can just move on and you can start over and we can get things straightened out for you. Just like when you broke up with that girl in 10th grade. You got it. You got it. Just don't don't look back. Just find find somebody better. You got it. <laughs> so we're talking about some reasons why you don't want to work with an advisor like Kevin, an independent fiduciary. Um, well, I'm already retired. I've got what I need, and that's that. You got there. Congratulations. You know, I hope you got the gold ring and and uh, and you're enjoying your retirement. You know what? But the thing is, now, uh, I mean, unless you've got a serious health issue that you don't expect to live very long. Uh, you could be looking at a 20 or a 30 year retirement. You know, I mean, some people are retiring in their early 50s now. They could be facing a 40 year retirement. Well, that's and that's really something to think about. 40 years. It, you know, you know what? It it it, it kind of blows my mind when I think about that because I say, okay, we got to go back to 1983, 40 years, right? Yeah. And say, how much did things cost then? How much was that car, the house, the dozen eggs, <laughs> lo Not loaf of bread? <laughs> nothing like it is in 2023, I'll tell you that. Nothing, nothing like now, right? Yep. And and see, so you say, okay, how much was your weekly budget in 1983 and how much is your weekly budget now? All right, there's a massive difference, right? And so I think even if you are retired, it doesn't mean you should necessarily be out of the stock market. It does mean, in my opinion, that all of your income is safe and secure, preferably guaranteed, so that we know you can cover all of your bills now and we factor into inflation and we're going to set up additional income sources so that even as inflation goes higher and the cost of that dozen eggs keeps on going higher, we can still have more money coming in that you know is going to be there that you can count on. And then over and above that, that's the money that I would say you put at risk. Now, this is after, of course, you've got the emergency fund set up. We've got all your cash flow needs met. We've got everything taken care of. We checked all the boxes. Now, let's take a look if you want to. Do you want to put anything in stocks in the stock market or the bond market? For instance, let's remember the bond market can lose money too. All right. The last year, 2022 was one of the worst years on history for bonds and 2023 is not shaping up to be that much better either. So um, bonds might be looking, you know, once we get to the top of, of, uh, of the interest rate hiking cycle, I should say, once we get to the end of that, once the fed stops raising rates, that's when you really want to take a look at loading up on bonds. All right. But I don't think we're there yet. And so it is important to sit down with somebody, even if you're retired, because you know what? I can also show you where you can get a 6% guarantee right now with no risk at all and no fees. So if you think a 6% guaranteed rate is attractive, which I certainly do, I haven't seen that in like 18 years. Um, I think it's worth a phone call to find out if that might be something that you want to put a few dollars into because it's the highest interest rate we've seen in almost two decades. 800-975-6717. If you just want to reach out to Kevin direct, you can also email him directly from the website, silverleaffinancial.com. Just to have that conversation. Kevin, I think that's really what it what it comes down to is just just so you know. I mean, because you don't know what you don't know until you know it. And you, if you, you don't know it, call Kevin. If you don't know it, you don't know it. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and there there is, you know, there's some something just came in my brain and said, you know, you know, uh, 
you know, ignorance is bliss. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it might be blissful. Okay. But it doesn't mean it's going to be comfortable. All right. And I guess there's a lot of homeless people that, you know, that are blissful, but I don't know how comfortable they are. Right. Um, you, you know, so I, I think the, the, the point I'm trying to make is that Steve is, is making, I think is that, you know, just sitting down might take a couple hours of your time. If you include your commuting time back and forth and an hour meeting, I guess maybe you're looking at two hours, depending on time to travel. Um, but do you really think two hours is too much time to allocate to just having somebody give you a second opinion on your portfolio? I don't think any reasonable person would say that's just too much. You're talking about investing two hours when we're talking about what could be 30 or 40 years of your retirement. So the, the investment of time going into it compared to the reward that you could possibly receive is, is it, 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 to me, it's a very compelling argument to sit down and talk to somebody. If you sit down and, and we don't hit it off, you don't think I have anything of value, I have nothing to offer, then so be it. That's fine. No, you know, it, it's okay. All right. I have, I have sat down with people that went a different direction. That's just, that's just life. It's just how it works out. But the majority of people I sit down with wind up wanting to sit down again. And so I think, I think if you take that step, you'll be very happy you did. And if it doesn't work out, at least you have the knowledge that you went through the exercise and, and you've got that much more information now. Now you probably know some more things that you didn't know before. And it should give you that much more comfort in your decision. Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of other reasons. I'm going to combine a couple here, Kevin. Uh, one, I don't think about finances. I don't want to think about it. I hate that. And then even if I did, I wouldn't know where to begin. All the more reason <laughs> to call you. That is all That is all the more reason to call, call me. And, and in fact, yeah, I did just have a conversation a couple of weeks ago with somebody that um, is actually a referral from his mother, who is my client. And, and, uh, so the son reached out and we spoke and, and that's actually what he said. He's like, I, I, I don't even know where to begin. He's like, I've got these different accounts. I've got these old 401ks. I don't even know where they are. And, and so that's what we're working on right now. I sent him what, what I refer to as the inventory, you know, inventory sheets. And so for him to locate these accounts, because that is our starting point, right? We have to start off with what, what do you have? You know, what assets do you have? What liabilities do you have? So, you know, how much money you had put away in retirement accounts, other investment accounts, what types of liabilities, debts, mortgages, car loans, student loans, all of the above. And then we need to look at your cash flow, right? What income is coming into the household now? How much do you want coming in when you retire? And how much are you going to have in expenses, right? To, so that we can figure out how much, you know, generally speaking, there's an income shortfall, right? Mm -hmm. Usually, usually it'll be, you know, I got, I don't know, I've got, we have three grand a month coming in or 3,400 a month. If you're married, you got two people. The average social security check is like 1700 bucks. So you got 3,500 a month coming in, but we need six grand. How are you going to come up with that extra $2,500 a month? And, and so that's what we help you to do is to bridge that gap so that you know you've got what you need. And then, of course, we want to put aside, as I mentioned, additional resources so that you can tackle inflation going forward. And, and you know, so I know, I know it's not the most pleasant topic. I know, you know, more people spend, you know, the, the old line is people spend more time planning a vacation than they do planning their retirement. You know, so you spend more time planning a one week event versus a 30 year event. Um, you know, so I know it's not exciting, but that to me, that's another reason why you get an advisor. Exactly. Because, yeah. What's wrong with this picture? <laughs> you, you know, because I mean, I, I've been doing this every day for 33 years and there's there's a lot of other people out there like me with tons of experience. Sure. Versus somebody, if you don't have any interest in it, I, I, I would I would question the depth of your knowledge. And I'm not mm. trying to be offensive. I'm just trying to be realistic. Right. But if you if you don't enjoy it, you probably haven't spent much time researching it or studying it. 
And so I think you could really benefit from somebody that that has put in the time that is independent and is going to put your interests first because they're a fiduciary. Yes. I think you could really benefit from it. You know, I think my, my brother was kind of like that. He didn't want to deal with anything. And, and you know, he was in his late 50s at that point. And uh, so he just decided, well, I, I guess I need to start looking at this stuff. It turns out he was in really good shape and he didn't even know it. He had no idea. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Well, that's awesome, man. That is, well, that is yeah, great. Exactly. I mean, it, but he you know, was just one of these guys who just put money away. They, they told him to put the money away. So he put the money away and didn't think about it again. Good for him. Oh, fantastic. That's fantastic. You know, it, it's, there's, I don't hear a lot of stories like that, to be honest. Um, you know, but that's great. That that's great that it did work out, but it was because he had the discipline uh, and, you know, to do it and to put it away. I, I call, I I call it discipline because you have to do it every paycheck yep. for decades and decades and decades. Yep. And, and it requires commitment and discipline because we all know life happens, you know, shit, right. Things happen Yeah. and they come up unexpected bills you know, whatever it could be. And, and, and it's easy for somebody to look and say, you know what? I didn't expect this bill. Maybe I'll just take it out of my 401k. You know, bad idea. Bad don't do idea. that. All right. Just don't do it. Right. All right. Don't think of your 401k as anything other than money for your retirement period. It is there for no other purpose, only your retirement, not your kids, not your parents, nothing, no other thing. And if you can remain steadfast in putting the money into your 401k, and if you're younger, preferably a Roth 401k, all right and stay committed to it, you could very well wind up like, uh, like Steve's brother did. Yeah. You know, you, well, there you, is a, you there look- is a, there is a horrible ending to that story, but <laughs> because he was all ready to go and, and honestly, he dropped dead at 61. Oh, seriously. Oh yeah. man. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. No, I mean, it was a long time ago. So, it, but I'm just saying he was so excited. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. 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 yeah anyway. Neither no, here, that's neither. no. You know what? That 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 is that is too bad. So we're we're certainly hoping we don't uh, we have we can enjoy the retirement, right? Exactly. Um, that's the point. Yeah, but but you know what? If you put it away and you keep on doing it through thick and thin, through the ups and downs, all right, that's how you're going to be rewarded over time. Um, it, but just remember, if you are younger, like I've mentioned before, I think you could benefit in an enormous way by going with a Roth 401k instead of traditional, because you're going to be paying tax on the seed that you're planting in the ground. And that big harvest, the crop that comes out of it 20, 30 years from now will be tax free. All right. So I think younger people in particular, younger than 50, for sure, in my opinion, should be maxing out Roth, um, the Roth 401k. And if you have too much income, then you then you should be doing some big conversions uh, to convert it into a Roth. And, and remember, also, we've only got a couple more years before the tax, before tax rates will go up again, unless Congress takes action to stop it. Right. Well, and again, when have they ever, you know, well, they, they all, well, never mind there. I mean, when have they ever wanted to not tax? You know what I mean? It's, yeah, you, you, you know, we, well, we get double speak out of the politicians all well, the time. Well, of course, so, yes, it's you constant. Know, you know, so what, whatever they say, you can't believe it. I don't know how anybody can believe a politician these days. No. Um, you, you know, it's, I trust them about as far as I can throw them. So, um, so nonetheless, as of right now, it looks like that's what they're going to do, considering the debt that we have in the situation, which, by the way, was created by both Republicans and Democrats. There is no one party responsible nope. for this debt. All nope. right. Very much a combined effort. And it wasn't just the president, guys. Right. Oh, Congress no. had to si- Congress signed off on it. Exactly. Right? 
And it's, so, it, yeah, you're right. It doesn't matter what side you like or what side you believe in it. it uh, you know, you got to take some blame for that. You got to take some responsibility for that. You, you do. And, it, and it's both sides. Yes, both sides. Absolutely. And if, if anyone has any questions, I can point out instances where I can show you and I can prove it to you in black and white. Sure. All right. The reality is it's been going on since Bill Clinton was president. I think that was the last time we had a balanced budget. I believe um, you are. Tra- yeah, that's right. It, Right. So 30, what, roughly 30 years ago, mm-hmm. um, you know, and they keep kicking the can down the road. And so one concern, one concern that I personally have is, is how this is going to impact our, our interest rates here, because um, because of this increase in interest rates. I mean, the amount of our debt service as a nation, in other words, the amount of money that the U.S. pays in interest payments. OK, think about an individual and you've got a, and, and you've got a bunch of money on your credit cards and now you got to pay 25 percent interest. All right. Maybe you should have refinanced that when interest rates were lower. And so that's one question I actually have for for. Uh, oh, God, I can't think of what was uh, Mnuchin. Was it Steve Mnuchin? Was Something he the like last tre- yeah, yeah, yeah. Treasury guy? Yeah. Why? Why in the world weren't they issuing 40 and 50 year bonds when interest rates were at zero? I would love to know the answer to that, because why they were issuing short term low interest at that period of time is beyond me, because now we've got to refinance it. We've got trillions of dollars of debt coming up for refinancing that we were paying maybe 2% and now we're going to be paying 5%. So um, my point is, if if the, our creditors, in other words, the countries and the people around the world that buy our treasuries, if they say, you know what, I'm not really liking the way their politics is going, I'm not really feeling as good about the US, we could wind up paying a lot, high, having a lot higher interest rates. And, and so you want to be aware of that as you're investing and the reason I talk about it as an investor is because if you're buying long-term bonds and interest rates keep going higher, you could get crushed. I mean, hurt badly. And, and so it's very important to understand those dynamics. And I think that, that, uh, uh, that's something that an advisor can help you with because we watch this every day, all day long. And, and I think they can help you help you with that. But if I'm still investing five years or less, so I'm investing in short term, you know, three months, six months, 12 months, two years and five year treasury bills or notes, depending on your preference for sure <laughs> for, the, for the treasury. All right. Because those are the ones that the rates have, have already gone up quite a bit with the Fed funds rate. All right. And so if if any of the terms I'm using, if you're not familiar with them, you might not understand them. It's another reason to sit down with an advisor, guys. All right. Because they can help you understand because all these dynamics interplay. All right. And as interest rates go higher, that is a huge headwind for stocks. Okay. Because investors are going to look and say, you know what? I can make five and a half percent risk free. Why should I take the chance in the stock market to make eight or nine, maybe, when I know I can make five and a half or six with the guarantee that I mentioned to you earlier? Right. Six, six percent guarantee. You can get three quarters of the market's performance without taking up any risk at all. And so to me, that looks more and more attractive. Um, and, and so that is something I'm personally doing. And, 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 I, and I think that the 60-40 portfolio, half, you know, rough, roughly half and half stocks and bonds, makes more sense now than it has in almost 20 years. So take a hard look at your portfolio. Give me a call. If you have any questions, I'd be happy to talk to you about it. And again, we're talking about things to, uh, you know, sort of pushbacks that people give for not with a, not working with an advisor. And this one, it has to be one that you've heard many times. Well, I've got a 401k. I've been saving for a long time. That's my plan. Yes. And, 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 and you know what? That's great. I'm glad you have the 401k. And, and if it's, if it's a seven figure 401k, then congratulations. I think you're doing, you're on your, on your way, but in most cases, it's not that big. It, it's, it's a piece of a puzzle. And so it's not, I wouldn't think of it as your entire retirement plan. You can, of course, for a lot of people it is, uh, but preferably 
you've got additional assets that we can put together with that 401k because we want to be managing also your withdrawals for taxes. We want to be cognizant of the impact on not just your income taxes, but maybe if you're 65 or above, maybe you've got some sort of a property tax break, which is contingent on how much income you have. So if you bring in too much income, you could also lose your property tax break. Or if you bring in too much income, you might wind up paying more for Medicare. All right, because that is there are tiers based on income for that as well. And I do have people that have been caught by that before. So so don't think of the 401k as your entire retirement. Think of it as a piece of the retirement in addition to Social Security. And then I would suggest looking at some annuities to replace the pension plan that you probably don't have. Annuities are the backbone of most pension plans. And we can set it up so you have your very own personal pension plan in lieu of that annuity. And, and I'm sorry, in, they will set up the annuity in lieu of the pension plan. Right. And, and, and so I think it's important that you have that guaranteed income because it takes away the stress, takes away the anxiety. You don't have to worry about it. Oh, damn, the stock market fell. Do I have to lower my investments? Do I have to stop my investments? Am I still going to be able to get the income that I needed? And I just don't want that anxiety personally. And I'd, and I'd recommend that my clients don't have it either. Right. Well, I mean, again, with a 401k, it, it's not a plan at all. It's, it's a savings vehicle and it's a really good one, but it's not a plan. It's, it's, it's not a plan. And, and depending on how much, how much time you've put into it, um, I've, I've met a lot of people with 401ks that they're really not properly diversified. Some of them have just bought a target date fund and crossed their fingers, yep. um, it, you know, which it might work out just fine. Um, but a lot of those haven't worked out that great because they had a big allocation of bonds, which have lost money for the last year and a half, two years. So, so there's a lot of dynamics that are interplaying with regard to your investments, the economy, your portfolio. And, 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 as, and as the world as a whole is much more interconnected than I believe it ever has been. And, and uh, also the other aspect to it right now, they, we call them, the, you know, what do we say, the geopolitical risks? Mm-hmm. You know, so, so we, we've probably, most of you have probably heard about China, you know, how they consider Taiwan to be theirs. Um, Taiwan, of course, thinks they're independent. And, and some people are saying, you know what, this might be a good time considering the U.S. has commitments now in the Middle East. We have commitments in Ukraine and Russia. Uh, we're also talking about how we're going to now defend the Philippines, apparently. And so if I was China, I'd be saying, you know what, I, I, don't, I don't think they can cover all this. You know, if I was China, I'd be seriously thinking about taking action. Um, and I hope that does not happen. But these are risks to your portfolio, risks to the market. And it's important to have some of your money kept safe. So that's why, you know, I do suggest annuities are safe vehicles. I'm not referring to variable annuity contracts, mm-hmm. but but the index annuities and the fixed annuities, those are the ones that I that I prefer because the fees are lower and you have safety with those that you don't have uh, with the variable annuity group in most cases. Well, with an annuity, Kevin, is the, what's the how much do I need to put in an annuity to make it worth my while? Now, you know what, Steve? That is that's a really good question, and I, I'm glad you asked it because we've talked on. I've mentioned on many of the shows previously what I'm doing for myself and my wife personally. Yeah. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm self-employed. I've been self-employed my entire career. Uh, I don't have the luxury of a pension plan. Uh, so we have our social security and then I'm looking for ways to supplement it. And so let me give you, give you an example. Sure. Uh, if you're, if you have a couple, if you're a married couple right now where the older person is 60 and the younger, let's say it's an older male that's 60 and a female that's 58. All right. You can invest $100,000 right now. Okay. And in seven years that you're quote unquote full retirement age, according to social security, um, that $100,000 will pay you 12 grand a year. Okay. $100,000, 12 grand a year. Forever? So forever. And that's joint life. 
Okay. Joint life. So, that that is that's so intriguing to me. So it'll pay. So in other words, what that means, if you're getting a thousand dollars a month, the company is going to pay you guys a thousand dollars a month for as long as either you or your spouse are alive. So if one of you are still, you know, still going to the gym and playing pickleball at 106, then you're going to still have that money coming in, even if the account value went to zero 20 years earlier. All right. Now, the key to it is that you have to I, I'm going back to discipline. Investing requires a lot of discipline. And in this case, with the income that you're getting from an annuity, what you have to do is put the money in there with the intent you're using it for income for lifetime, which means you have to leave that contract in place for your lifetime, right? And the only way you're going to get the income is if it's in force. And so the key is that you cannot exceed the amount of withdrawal that they say you're entitled to. So if they say you're entitled to $1,000 a month, don't take out more than $1,000 a month, period, full stop. Otherwise, you could blow up the contract. And, and it's not going to do what you wanted it to do. So you just want to stick with it for income, right? So let's say you've got a, an $800,000 portfolio and you say, Kevin, we want an extra two grand a month. All right. Then we're going to take 200 out of the eight and I'm going to find the best annuities that I can to that provide the benefits and the guarantees that you need. And that'll give you that extra $2,000 a month. The other 600,000, then we invest that in different ways. Maybe we put another 200 in stocks and bonds. And, and we split it up any, any number of ways, you know? So, but the point is it's a piece of a portfolio. It's not the entire portfolio. And I would never suggest anybody do that. Um, you know, some people do want to for the record. Um, but what I typically like to do and what I like to, I like both sides. I think, I think you should have stocks and bonds and you should have income annuities as, as well as other investments so that you're diversified, taking advantage of different opportunities, including international, by the way. International markets, for the record, are a much better deal, much lower valuation than U.S. And emerging markets, when interest rates peak out, take peak, tap out, I should say, take a, you might want to take a look at emerging markets if you're comfortable with the risk. Okay, there is more risk in emerging markets, but when interest rates tap, my bet is that's a good time to be a buyer in those markets. All right. Wow, that makes sense. And I, I, folks, if you want to know some more, it's 800 975 or you can reach out on the website that's silverleaffinancial.com, silverleaffinancial.com. Kevin, it's been a great show. Loved how it just sort of, everything kind of came together and, and really uh, learned a lot. Oh, you know what, Steve? I, I appreciate that. Guys, I, I, hope you, I hope you learned something a little bit new too, or I gave you an idea or two. Please feel free to reach out. I'd love to sit down and talk to you. And uh, you know what? You can just schedule an appointment with me directly from my website where you can uh, find a time that works for you. We can just talk 10 or 15 minutes on the phone and then decide if you want to take a step further and we'll sit down in person. Provided this for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. The covered material has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. There are risks associated with every type of investment vehicle. Please read the prospectus and risk disclosures thoroughly before investing. Insurance guarantees are subject to the insurance company's ability to pay. Neither Silverleaf Financial, Kevin Brooker, host, and guests are responsible for the usage of information discussed. Security and investment services offered through Silverleaf Financial, member Spinra SIPC. Please consult with an experienced advisor before making any investment decisions. Volatility in the market is a fact. What isn't so clear is what the ups and downs of the market can do to your retirement portfolio. For answers, call Kevin Brooker at 800-975-6717. 
Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial, and he's been helping people cut through the noise to create a retirement and income plan that can take you all the way through retirement. Call now for your free financial consultation, 800-975-6717. Today's market volatility can really take a toll on your portfolio. But what if you could lock in your gains and still be in a position to participate in the gains without suffering losses if the market plunges again? That's what Kevin Brooker at Silverleaf Financial can help you achieve. Your no-cost analysis includes a portfolio x-ray showing any hidden fees in your current plan. He'll show you how by claiming Social Security at the right time can make a huge difference in your retirement income. Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717. Do it today.